0: Just wait until you hear what really happened. I'm your host, Liz Bentley. Hey guys, welcome to Feathers in My Hair. If you want to hear the extended version of this episode, come to patreon.com slash ebpsychos and pledge at the $5 level. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Keeping Up with the Teen Moms. (laughs) Haha, just kidding, but I say that because could Chelsea's segment have been any more like a Keeping Up With The Kardashians ripoff this week. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna start with Chelsea because I'm wildly upset. As you all know, I've been quite disappointed with Chelsea scenes all season, one could say. You know, all season long, I've been upset with them. But this week really took the cake. It really, really took the cake. What the fuck did I just fucking watch, guys? What did I just watch? What the fuck was that? Um, I never in my life want to see that episode again like Chelsea segments. It was so boring. And I I don't think on Teen Mom we've ever seen, correct me if I'm wrong, but we've ever seen such like a fake reality TV setup. Like usually like Teen Mom, like obviously there are fake and edited scenes. We see like manufactured conversations. But we... We don't see them, like, having tasks that the producers, like, clearly, clearly come up with and then they follow through with. Like, we see this shit on, sometimes on the Real Hawthogs, not so much, but absolutely on the Kardashians. And really, it's like an E-channel loves to do this. So, yeah, this week with Chelsea was, it was really tough, guys. Like, that fake baby was so fucking fake. Not just the baby, but the whole thing was so fake, and it really upset me. Um, I just want to tell you guys that I watched this episode with my friend, Christina, who um, watched the show in the past, like, knows all the characters, but hasn't really been keeping up with this season at all. And I think only a little bit of last season, and she had a lot of really funny comments, especially about Chelsea and Leah. Um, but so Chelsea's segment starts out with a gender reveal, like, is it cute? Sure, I guess. But um, I hate gender reveals. I hate them. Uh, Christina also hates them, in case you were wondering. But I I just hate them. And um, <laughs> the next scene is, like, Chelsea trying to figure out which picture she's going to put online. And she's like, Cole, but when, when should I do? And I don't know. It was just very obviously, like, Chelsea, like, trying to get Cole engaged. But you could tell that Cole, like, didn't really care about what picture they used. And the baby voice was like next level. Like I <laughs> I wish that I had a picture of my friend's face. Like when they like Chelsea went into like her most extreme high baby voice. Like her face was truly disgusted. And it was hilarious. Um We watched them post it on Instagram. Blah blah blah. I'm already bored. Sorry guys, I need a sip of my water. Um so Chelsea and Cole's friends are over, and I don't think that was Brittany, but, like, when I say these two had the same exact voice, I mean, like, they had the same exact voice. I could not believe it. Um, Chelsea says, I'm pregnant AF, which, by the way, like, just say as fuck. Like, I hate when AF is said out, lo- out loud. Like, I understand right now, like, we're in a weird place language-wise, you know, <laughs> like, that... I always explain this to my boss who's 10 years older than me and, like, wants to be cool and hip. But, like, he's not cool and hip. (laughs) And I'm, like, always kind of teaching him slang. And, like, the thing that's a little hard for him to grasp is that, like, these days there's a lot of slang that's, like, only written down that isn't really said out loud. And, uh, you know, a lot of slang is just, like, emojis. Like, it's not even words. They're literal pictures. But um, one of those slang terms that should never be said out loud is af just don't say it just just please don't ever say it it's as fuck um so yeah who is who is Chelsea's friend I don't know but they talk about if they should get the fake baby and I was like what are we really gonna have a whole scene where we talk about if we should get a fake baby or not that that doesn't make any sense to me um (laughs) and then (laughs) Then Christina and I started talking about the name Watson, and she told me, okay, Christina was just uh, in a place where she met a bunch of weird people, and she told me that there was a guy there, and he was having a baby, and his name was Lou, and he wanted to name the baby Lucifer, and she thought it was a really nice name, and, like, I almost kicked her out of my house, because that was, like, really crazy. But, so yeah, like... this whole scene, I cannot get over how Kardashian, like, this whole segment was with Chelsea. And, like, I'm sorry, I'm probably going to run through this Chelsea segment because it was just, what is there to talk about? Like, literally nothing happened. Like, not, I cannot sit here and physically talk about a fake baby. I, I cannot do it. I will not do it. I'm morally opposed to doing it. You know, like... If Chelsea doesn't want to have any drama, like, that's fine. Like, I'm I'm happy for her. I'm genuinely happy for her. But I will not be part of this, you guys. I'm not doing it. I'm not watching a season (laughs) of her having these, like, fake plots. Like, they couldn't send her and her friends on, like, a spa day and record that. Or, like, at least, like, pretend to make it real. Like, what was the point of that? And then she's like, I think I'm going to order it. And then it's just at their house, like, the next day. Like, it's just, it's so fake. And I feel insulted as a team Mom viewer because this is not what the show is about. I don't watch a show to watch Cole and Chelsea, like, put a key in a fake baby. I did that. Well, I didn't do it. But a lot of people in my high school did it. And I don't ever need to see that again. I do need to take a moment to talk about Chelsea's sweatshirt. And I know everyone who knows the episode or who watched the episode knows exactly what sweatshirt I'm talking about. You know, the one that said thug wife on it. Okay. There are a few things here. One, white people just stop using the word thug. Just stop it. Just, just stop it. Totally. Um, First of all, like when it's used against black people, it's always racist. Always. Just a hundred percent of the time. If you're sitting there thinking, well, I use the word thug and I'm not trying to be racist. um, You should like go read Tumblr because you are. Even if you don't mean to be. Second of all, like. (sighs) Chelsea. Is like, I hate the word basic, but she's literally the most basic person alive. And, you know, she saw that fucking shirt on Instagram. And that's why she bought it, because she was like, ah, I'm going to be a wife. <laughs> Much like um, Katie on Vanderpump Rules shirt that said fiance, but spelled like Beyonce. I'm just not sure why, like, people need shirts that say bride or fiance or wife on them. I'm just not sure why that needs to be a thing. I'm not sure if you had it, why you would wear it on camera. I, in my opinion, Chelsea should be arrested for wearing that shirt because it was so personally offensive to me. <laughs> like, I, I can't even fully describe how upsetting it was. Um, Why was she wearing that? And as my friend pointed out, why the fuck does she have on so much makeup, but she's wearing clothes like that and her hair looks like that, which agreed but i just what do you think goes through chelsea's mind when she's browsing instagram or etsy or wherever the fuck she bought that and by the way i know instagram is not a store but you guys know what i mean about instagram boutiques and shit (laughs) what do you think is going through chelsea's mind when she sees that do you think she's like oh my god this is so cute do you think chelsea and her friend well okay I'll go ahead and say it. I bet Chelsea and her friends use the N-word. I bet they do. Um, She's just, like, smart enough not to say it on camera. Oh, by the way, guys, Caitlin and Tyler from Team Mom OG, I saw some Instagram pictures of Tyler's sister, who is a former stripper, I guess, but whatever, who cares, and she was using the N-word in them. I just wanted you guys to know that. Um, We'll talk more about them when OG comes back in a month, but yeah, she's a piece of shit. Um So Chelsea like You know like she like her and her friends Have a joke where they're like "Uh, Thug life And so she thought it'd be like hilarious To wear a thug wife sweatshirt And I'm just I'm not okay with it Um (sighs) I'm just not not okay with it. I'm not okay with anything that happened in Chelsea's segment this week. Which, by the way, if you guys will remember, the last two weeks, I didn't hate Chelsea's segment. So I'm pretty upset with MTV that we've taken this step backwards. Like, was there a single memorable moment in that entire fucking episode for Chelsea and Cole? Uh, At one point, Cole was wearing a shirt that said USA and his flag shirt said America. But, like, I can't even do a scene-by-scene recap. I know, like, I started it. But it's almost insulting for you guys. I just said insulting really weird. Insulting is how I said it. Um, Sorry, guys. It's a little late night. I have to wake up and leave my house by like 545 tomorrow morning for a flight. Um, I'm a little, a little stressed, a little out of it. I just had a horrible uh, 12-step meeting where I did not like the guy that was chairing, And I'm in a mood, clearly. And Chelsea's going to get the wrath of it. I just did not like Collie, don't you love me on this big baby Mem baby like that was the entire episode, and it was a little much and it was insulting, and I just wasn't okay with it. I just wasn't okay with it at all. it's I don't get it. like where what are we doing, MTV? What are we doing here? Did people like this episode with her? I guess people on Facebook liked it, you know, the Facebook fans, as I call them. Maybe they liked it, but even if, like, I wasn't just, like, talking about my feelings, like, so obviously there's a difference between, like, boring to recap and boring to watch, right? Because sometimes, like, not that much happens, but it's actually funny and enjoyable or endearing, and I like it, but this is both. This was not only, this is not only boring to recap, it's just boring to fucking watch, guys, like... I just can't watch it, um, and it's not fair that MTV is making us watch it. So basically, all of my notes for Chelsea are: this is stupid. We saw this on Real Housewives. This is stupid. Um, I guess one kind of funny part was Aubrey went to change the fake baby and saw its penis, and uh, Chelsea said, "Don't be alarmed," because I guess Chelsea's probably never seen a baby penis. But okay, haha. And that was Chelsea's whole segment. And I'm sorry, guys. I feel like I'm doing you a disservice by not giving a full recap, but I literally don't know what I would talk about. I don't know what I'd talk about. We we can't go through it. This episode's probably going to be a little shorter because of it, and I'm I'm not sure how to handle that. What do you do? What do you do when there's nothing to talk about in a segment? I can hate on her. I can be angry. But the fact is me ranting about me hating the segment is probably pretty, pretty boring, and I apologize for that. So... I'm just going to move on from it. You know, I'm just going to move on from it. Um, I will fly to South Dakota tonight and uh, burn that thug wife shirt along with Chelsea's hair extensions. <laughs> I promise you all I will do that. We have to get out of South Dakota. I, I can't handle it. Um, and you know what? Let's go to a place that matters to me. Usually I save her for the end of the episode, but I, I think we need to see Janelle. I need the pick-me-up that is Janelle and talking about Janelle. You know, like, I feel like I deserve Janelle right now. So, um, (laughs) we start with Janelle just sitting on her couch wrapped in a blanket, which I deeply identify with because, as you all know, I love to be wrapped in a blanket, although I prefer my bed. I wonder if they just don't shoot Janelle in bed uh, because I feel like we do never see her in bed. We only see her sitting on the couch. But um, the voiceover is Janelle telling us that her and Barbara are fighting, but she just wants to pretend like everything's okay and keep it civil because Jace is going to be at her house. So when Barbara drops Jace off, everything seems fine and it's civil. And, um... Janelle and David are discussing a situation and Janelle's just pissed that Barbara wants to fight with her about Jace and then act like everything is okay. You know, me as an adult calls that like being civil, but Janelle can't handle that. Um, David, you know, has to put his two cents in like all of Janelle's boyfriends and let him know that he believes that Barbara is a bitch, basically. He's like, why does your mom think it's okay? And Janelle believes that if Barbara just gives Jace back, everything will be fine. And David has the nerve to say he acts better here. Well, guys, that pissed me off. Yeah, of fucking course he acts better there, David. Because he's there on the weekends. You guys don't have to do homework with him. You don't have to keep his schedule. He probably stays up as late as he wants and sleeps in as late as he wants. They let him eat as much sugar as he wants. And he just gets to be... Well, not just gets to be a kid. He gets to be a kid at Barbara's. But he gets to act wild. Every kid acts better with their babysitters. And I'm sorry to say, but that's what Janelle and David are. Every kid acts better with their babysitters. It's more fun for them. When he's at Barbara's, he has to do homework. He has to get up in the mornings. There are rules. There are guidelines. Um, We already heard them say earlier in the season that they let Kaiser do whatever he wants And I have a feeling I let Jace just fucking do whatever the fuck he wants to do and act crazy. And for Janelle and David to have the fucking nerve to sit there and criticize Barbara and say that they do a better job raising Jace is so unbelievable to me. Like, when I babysit, I'm thinking of this one particular family, like, their girl is always so good about bedtime. I say, well, I'm not going to say her name on here, but I say, Hey, hon, after this episode of Paw Patrol, we're going to go turn off the TV, brush our teeth, and go to bed, okay? And she says, okay. And we turn off the TV, we brush our teeth, and we go to bed. And she goes to sleep. And every time I tell her parents that, they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe she goes to sleep so easy with you. She fights us tooth and nail. Because that's what kids do with their real parents. You know, kids are better behaved when they're just, like, with the person that they know doesn't have, like, a real say on their life. And I guarantee you he is better with David and Janelle. But like because he doesn't have to go anywhere, or do anything, or like be responsible. And I'm sure at Barbara's he has a tight schedule and he acts out like all kids do. Um it's just Oh, and Janelle says that she mentioned that Jace acts better when they were in the deposition but I'm wondering like how that even could possibly be compared like to me that doesn't make any sense because how can they tell first of all how would they know because they're never at Barbara's to know they don't spend any time with Jace during the week the only time they spend time the only time they spend time with Jace is when he's with them um I wonder if they're talking about meltdowns in school but I don't think that has any fucking thing to do with Jason David or Jason David Chanel and David I'm sorry, guys. I'm stumbling over my words tonight. It's just, it's so insane and so hypocritical. And they're just not good people. Um, Janelle's tweets this week were absolutely disgusting. What was even more disgusting was the things that she was liking. Guys, the things she says about Barbara are so upsetting. And as I said a million times before, like, Barbara is not a perfect person by any means. She's not. I will never give... I will never say Barbara is perfect or that she raised Janelle to be great or that Janelle doesn't have any right to be mad at Barbara because she does. But Janelle is honestly sometimes the scum of the earth. You know, there are sometimes that I feel genuinely bad for her and I, like, I think, oh, she just has trauma. She's an abuse victim. Like... And then there are times where I feel like she's the scum of the earth in this episode and then all week on social media and her tweets. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. I I truly feel like she's the scum of the earth. So uh, Janelle says that if Barbara is really going to try and fight her on custody, that she's just going to completely cut off Barbara and she will never talk to her. And David nods along just nods along so our next scene um is the whole fam takes jace to taekwondo which is cute and great and i'm glad he's doing activities i think it's really good for him to be in something like taekwondo and um yeah i think it's it's good it'll teach him discipline but uh so basically it's like janelle's pretending to be an active mom (laughs) you know like she wants to prove to everyone how great and involved she is which um, I will say that she had posted. I think this is the only time she ever took Jace to Taekwondo and she posted the pictures online. And all of the haters were like, hey, bitch, we see MTV filming in the background. Like, of course, Janelle is known for only doing things with the kids when she has MTV there. We know this because she posts about it online. And if she's doing something with the kids, you better believe she's posting about it online. Um, way back when she was with Cortland. Her ex-husband, who, by, by the way, Cortland's getting out of jail in, like, less than two weeks. And I cannot wait for him to start tweeting. And apparently he already has a new girl that he's going to marry Um, that's not his baby's mother. Although I thought they were going to get back, get married and get back together. I, do I miss a Taylor Lewis? Oh, God. You guys, so much happened in that, like, one year teen mom was off air and Janelle got married. Taylor Lewis, now stick with me, she was featured on the show, is Janelle's ex-husband Courtland's baby's mother. Um and she is not so and I love her. Um her and Janelle became like friends after Courtland and Janelle broke up. Uh it was like a really weird and dark time. They're definitely not friends anymore. Uh I believe <laughs> I mean, I don't know for sure, but Taylor is also a heroin addict and has, like, been arrested for prostitution and burglary. And it's sad because she has a young daughter. Who was Jace's stepsister at one point? Her name is Jordan, but they call her Jaja. Like, (laughs) J-A-J-A. I guess maybe haha, you know, like if it was in Spanish, but it's not. That was a stupid joke. Um, But it's spelled the way that, like, you say ha-ha-ha in Spanish online. Can anybody keep up with anything that I fucking say? Like the train of thought that I have on this podcast is deeply disturbing to me sometimes. It's almost like I'm in a blackout, like a drunken blackout. And I occasionally black back in and I like realize what I'm saying. And it's like, who is letting me do this podcast? Now the fuck are you guys listening to this? I don't know, guys. I, I just don't know. So, um, Nathan texts Janelle and says that, asks Janelle if she knows of any gyms in Wilmington because he wants a change of scenery and wants to go to a gym in Wilmington, and then he can just come and pick up Kaiser from her house. Um, there's a lot to unpack there. Quite a lot. Why would he just, Nathan lives all the way in, like, in Myrtle Beach, which I think is two hours away Um, and I'm wondering why he would just go to a different gym in Wilmington like why would he Nate is like the strangest bird like (laughs) I never know what to make of Nate he's so weird he's just such a weird person Um, and David was like fuck no he's not coming to my house which I can understand why they don't want nate to know where they live (laughs) i mean maybe he does know i think maybe in the custody order it's like he had to know but i can understand if like they're not thrilled at the idea of nate coming to their house um yeah i can get that i mean i hope nate never finds out where i live you know like please no one tell nate where i live please um by the way nate like snapped something disgusting today which by the way you guys should all be following me on snap um on snap well you should follow me on snap i believe my snap name is bentley5589 but my twitter my new twitter is ebp you know like emotionally broken psychos underscore feathers and i am well first of all it's like amazing not to be blocked by all the team moms but i'm just like posting some content there and i posted a screenshot of nate griffin's snap today and he posted a trainer of a picture of a trainer who's like she's not fat but she's like a, a little overweight especially for a trainer and it, the caption is when the trainer is fat than her client with no muscles lots of exclamation point um i guess he's trying to say when the trainer's fatter than her client and the trainer has no muscles which like yeah it is weird for a personal trainer to not be like super fit but Don't fat shame people. Don't post strangers pictures on Snapchat when you have thousands of followers. Like, just just don't just don't do it, Nate. Um, So. Basically, they're going to meet Nate for drop off in Wilmington, but he's not allowed to come to their house. So Barbara calls Janelle and is like, hey, when are you dropping off Kaiser with Nathan so that I can just meet you and get Jace? And Janelle says, well, Nate told me that he's in Wilmington to go to the gym. So I'm just going to drop him off here. And you know what? I'll take Janelle's side here because right away, Barbara was like, well, so now I'm going to have to come to Wilmington. And she said it with an attitude and she said it annoyed. And I really didn't. I don't really understand where Barbara lives because I was under the impression she lives in Wilmington. Um when 16 pregnant was on in the early season she lived in a place called oak island but i was very much under the impression that she lived in wilmington but maybe not um if anybody has barbara's exact address don't post it on facebook but let me know <laughs> i'm just kidding we don't want nate to find it um no but if anybody knows what that means when barbara says she doesn't want to go to wilmington can you let me know because i'm like not really up on the geographics of north carolina <laughs> believe it or not but um so barbara is sappy with janelle and takes a rude tone and i like i feel for her there but the fact is like janelle and this is her ptsd and her trauma it's just like instead of being like no mom like i did not say you have to come to wilmington we will still meet you at a place that's convenient she just starts screaming that's not what i said Like, oh, and by the way, Jace is obviously sitting next to Janelle this whole time because, you know, why wouldn't he? Um, Why wouldn't, why wouldn't baby Jace have a front row seat? It's just, it's so sad because it's like, I truly don't think Janelle can control her emotions. And I sometimes think Barbara can't help herself, um, but kind of come poke at Janelle when she feels like Janelle is letting her down or disappointing her or like starting shit with her so I think Barbara hurt Barbara heard like you're gonna have to come to this place that's not convenient for you and right away went into attack mode because Janelle's always letting her down and then Janelle heard like Barbara gets snippy and Janelle went to like crazy land um (laughs) and (laughs) so she started Barbara's like I'm sorry I didn't hear you that like It's hard to hear on this phone, but, I mean, I don't really believe that. And so, Janelle talks really slowly. Nate said he is like that. And it was, like, hilarious and condescending and awful. Because, you know, Janelle's an awful person. But, um, Janelle basically, (laughs) like, then goes wild and says, If you gave Jace back to me, you wouldn't have to drop, you wouldn't have to do drop-offs. (sighs) okay janelle sure if barbara gave jace back to you she would not have to do drop-offs that's correct janelle is so fucking crazy that she truly thinks barbara's issue is drop-off and that she's so inconvenienced by drop-off that she will give jace To Janelle just to not do them. Because that's how Janelle thinks. Janelle, when she's inconvenienced, will just, like, totally be like, oh, fuck it. I'm not doing this anymore. Um, and I think she, like, part of me, like, truly thinks that Janelle really does believe that she thought Barbara would say okay. (laughs) And that would be very convincing to Barbara that she wouldn't have to do drop-offs anymore. Like, Can you imagine what goes through Janelle's head when she hears that? Um, When she hears that? When she says that? Like, I... I sometimes wonder what it's like in Janelle's head. Like, does she believe the things she's saying? Or does she not and she just doesn't care? Like, I, I truly don't... I truly don't know or understand exactly, like what Janelle's brain thinks and how Janelle processes the world because it's very different from how I and most people process the world it just it's really really crazy um and so on a voiceover Janelle lets us know that Barbara's going to meet them in the same place as Kaiser and excuse me the same place as Nate and Kaiser starts screaming once he sees Nate I want Dada which is like cute I guess um I think Nathan's a terrible person and not a great dad. But Kaiser obviously loves him. So, you know, great. Happy to hear it. Um, David does a handoff because Janelle doesn't want to see Nate or Barbara because she can't handle anybody in her life. Janelle is very much like a one person. one Gets along with one person and no one else type of figure. So she will, you know, like be getting along with David, her boyfriend, and can speak to nobody else. So, uh, David hands Kaiser to Nate. He says, bye, I love you. Then gets back in the car. They go to find Barbara on the other side of the uh, parking lot. And uh, David gets out of the car and brings Jace. And Barbara's like, oh, where's Janelle? <laughs> and this is classic. David says, oh, you know, she's just, um doing her emails she's working on some things which like lol but i guess you know you gotta correspond with fit tea people somehow (laughs) and uh barbara's like okay well i'm gonna send you guys the information for jace's popcorn uh sale and you can post it online anybody in the country can buy it and if he sells the most he gets a huge prize and great right like Jace should be able to sell the most because his mom is basically a celebrity. And if Jan- basically, Barbara's saying, like, if Janelle posts it, it'll be great and it'll be easy for Jace to win. And um, David's, like, yucking it up with Babs. You know, they're getting along. Um, it's going fine. And <laughs> Janelle is pissed. And Janelle calls David from the car. She's sitting five feet away from where this is going on. And... <laughs> And Janelle's like, I told you I don't want my mom to get any camera time. And you just gave her a whole episode. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. So Barbara is like, why doesn't she just fucking talk to me? Like, what is going on? And Janelle starts screaming, I told you I don't want to film with you. And talking to producers, I told you I don't want her to film. Um, And... Barbara is like, basically, like, this is bullshit. I'm just trying to talk to you about the popcorn. And Janelle is flipping out. And then Barbara starts to flip out. And Barbara, I don't like the way that she handled this. Barbara says um, that if I get custody, you'll have limited visitation, which is nasty. Like, stop putting Jace in the middle. Both of them. I beg both of them to stop putting Jace in the middle. Um, and... Janelle says, Janelle's like, I want all these cameras out. And then she says, no one should be nice to my mom. She's a bitch. And she also got kind of snappy with David, which is the first time we've seen, I think. It was just, it was like funny and awful. And um, the producer... Talks to Barbara, and Barbara's like, This is ridiculous. Like, I don't want to do this. And the producer is like, I think Janelle just wants Jace so badly. And when she sees you, she just like knows that you won't give Jace to her. And it's like, producer, shut up. And Barbara's answer to that is, Janelle needs to grow the hell up, which is true. And as my friend Christina pointed out, I think Barbara's been saying that since season one, which is also true. Um, Barbara starts crying, and poor little Jace comforts her, and she says, may always cries, right? And I'm like, oh, stop putting him in the middle. You know, like I said, Babs is not perfect, and Babs is not great, and she definitely, definitely, definitely puts Jace in the middle, too. I don't think she does it as much as um, Janelle, but she puts him in the middle, too, and that, it's upsetting, and it's a shame. So... Yeah, Janelle really delivered. Then she went like crazy on Twitter, liking um liking a ton of posts about how Babs is only in this for the money, how the only reason she wants to have Jace is so she can stay on the show and make money, which is crazy. And uh she says that and or that Barbara is too attached to Jace. Which like I'm wondering how it Barbara's had Jace since he was born. Like, of course she's attached to him, like I don't understand what that means. I really don't understand what that means. Um, You know, everything is Barbara's fault and nothing is Janelle's fault, just like always. And I do think at least, like, I don't know, can Barbara recognize a role in it? I'm not really sure. But basically, this wasn't a great episode for Barbara or Janelle. Neither of them came off looking very good, did they? But... Of course, Janelle came off looking worse as as usual. Hey, guys, if you want to hear the extended version of this podcast, make sure you come on over to Patreon.com dot slash psychos. That's Patreon dot com slash EB psychos. Pledge at the five dollar level and you'll get the rest of the recap and you'll hear my thoughts on this week's Kale and Javi drama. Hope you join us. This has been an episode of Feathers in My Hair, an Emotionally Broken Psycho's Patreon exclusive. Executive Producers Molly McAleer and Liz Bentley. Produced by Nicole Matthews. Special thanks to Sarah Giovanna for our logo. Head on over to our Patreon page for more rewards. www.patreon.com slash ebpsychos and come on over to our Facebook page for more discussions.